What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Fortescore Sports. Uh, I know it's been a little break for us, but uh, we're back, we're going, we're kicking again. We're all refreshed, rejuvenated, and everything like that. We have the normal squad back. We got Colton. We all know he's at State. Same thing with Grant. He's going to State. And Mr. Devontae Keith helping out some NC State athletes. So uh, basically, we're just going to go and we're going to talk about some NFL stuff, some fantasy football stuff, college football stuff, going to NBA, what we're thinking. It's only been three, four, five games for most teams. And then we're just going to talk about some random stuff at the end, like our favorite movie athlete, stuff like that. But uh, to get us started, we're going to start off with our, and just anything going on in the NFL. The biggest things I can think of is last time we were here, pretty, I think we all agreed, Patrick Mahomes was the MVP. A few weeks ago, he was definitely, or Russell Wilson. And then um, that's definitely changed over the last few weeks. Russell Wilson's played absolutely horrible. Shout out State. Go Pack, though, of course. Um, okay. but Five starting quarterbacks in the NFL this past week. Mm. Yo, yeah, QBU. <clears throat> <clears throat> Let him know. Yeah, anyway. But I think now the MVP of the league is definitely – Grant's going to love to hear it. Aaron Rodgers. Old man, you know, tried hating on me early on. <laughs> I that man I balled out, and he has no help. De- Devon, no, other than Devon, I'm saying other than Devonte Adams. Oh, <laughs> I, I was saying he has no number two receiver. And Alan Lazard, what you mean? Devont- What's wrong with him? He was he was hurt for like six weeks, but yeah, but before he was snapping, he was. I suspect him like that. this. Devontae stomach out. Devontae good. Been like two touchdowns a game. That's so crazy. That's insane. And the way he gets them is insane. It's just. Mm. Let me count. It's, yeah. it's, it's sickening. It's sickening. Two, four, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. He has seventeen touchdowns this season, playing sixteen weeks, and he missed two of those games. So he has it was only two. it was only two. Uh, I mean, he missed the second half of the Detroit game. Oh, and he was limited snaps versus Tampa Bay, so he just missed right. the in Atlanta. But I mean, what that means it's fourteen weeks that he had played a snap in, and he has seventeen touchdowns. That's that's just insane. Mm. Wow. Yeah, I remember uh, a few years ago, Devonte Adams maybe like two seasons ago he said that he was the best receiver in the nfl and everyone just mm-hmm. laughed and made fun of that man i mean i'm not gonna lie i was one of them i was like there's no way this guy is yeah I, as a like, fan. maybe he's number 10 next thing you not know that like, year at least yeah. yeah not year at least but now uh, look at him actually last year too well was he hurt last year or was aaron Rodgers was hurt that's what it aaron was. Rodgers was hurt. that's what it was okay but both of them came back and like reminded us ain't nothing sweet. It's, it's crazy to see every game. Um, Devontae Adams is my number one receiver in the league. Oh, I would I would say without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's other guys. Obviously, Ridley, Calvin Ridley, shout out Falcons. Shout right, out right. my fantasy team. He's getting up there. He's making a name for himself, like even though I already think he has. Tyreek Hill, he's earned more respect from me. 
Stephon Diggs for sure. Surprisingly, Diggs, Diggs facts. Definitely. Travis Kelsey. Tight end. He's uh, he, that's another. That's another day at the office for him, though. I mean, mm-hmm. he he just been killing it for a while, but he just like yeah. Every year he just like beats him. He beats his high score, high yardage, whatever you call it. Yeah, I, I remember before this season, everybody was saying George Kittle was the number one tight end, and Travis Kelsey to go and show. I know George Kittle's been hurt. Mm-hmm. But I mean, just from a I think Kittle was still two. Yeah, I thought Kittle. Bruh, I thought Kittle was number two, and Kelsey. Mm. You would you put him above Darren Waller though? Darren Waller's a beast. He's a beast, dude. He's a so like my yeah, thing is my thing is I never really paid attention to him. I know that he played at Georgia Tech, and I remember watching him play at Georgia Tech some, and I never really paid attention to him. A because I really don't care about the Raiders, and two, um, <laughs> he just wasn't up there with the bigger name tight ends like Mark Andrews, George Kittle, and Travis Kelsey at the time. But now I dropped him in fantasy this year, so it, and I have the the league ticket pass, so I've decided to just watch him. The dude's a beast. He lines up in the slot. He lines wait, up. Wait, in the wait, wait. He lines up on the line. You dropped him or drafted? No, no, I drafted him. I drafted. Oh, him. Oh, I was about to I say. Thought, I thought you no, said no, no, dropped no. too. I was like, he's wild. No, no, no. I meant drafted. But the, he lines up on the line. He lines up in the slot. He lines up out wide by himself. When there's a bunch on the other side, he lines up by himself. It's just the way that he lines up. I'm not gonna sit here and say that he's on the same tier as Kelsey, but I don't know if he had Patrick nice. Mahomes. He is nice for sure. I'm just saying, he's a beast. Yeah. Um, I mean, also going back to receivers, you can't forget uh, DeAndre Hopkins at all. He's yeah. he's, he's, a, he's a top three receiver. He's a he's top. A top I think that every everybody that you guys named, I think that they're top ten. I think yeah. that everybody oh, that you guys talked about, they're top ten. I would say um, just the line where you draw from DeAndre Hopkins to Devontae Adams is purely touchdowns. Devontae Adams seventeen to DeAndre Hopkins six. I'm not saying six touchdowns isn't a lot. But y'all saw the uh, no, right, right. the Hail Mary right. game winner. You saw that on three. It's different a difference games. in QB too. So you yeah, I'm mean, like no, no disrespect to Kyler Murray, but Aaron Rodgers is a better thrower. Like yeah, this is true. Out. So I think they're definitely, both explosive offenses. Yeah, I had Kenyon Drake in fantasy, and I couldn't tell you how many times the Arizona Cardinals were in the five yard line, and it would say Kyler Murray scrambles in for a touchdown. Hey, we'll get to oh that my god, countless times. Mm. Yeah, but um. What else is going on in the NFL? Uh, everybody, Juju Smith-Schuster, since the last time we were here, went from one of the most loved players to one of the most hated. It seems like I definitely he's on my he's been on my bad side just because I, I don't like Juju. I don't like him. He's all. always he's always annoyed me. So I guess I don't like him. Like, at all. Yeah, I never I never really cared for him up to the season. Um, I mean, he was okay. It was a little bit annoying, but I feel like it was after the Dallas game. I just I I don't care for Juju Smith-Schuster at all. Um, I, I don't know, like, I, I take, as a Cowboys fan, I know that teams do it, and it's just like, I don't know, I take, a, I don't like it when teams, like, do the star, like, when they do that, and it's just like, okay, he got a touchdown, okay, cool, do your touchdown, he does it in the end zone, then he runs to midfield, he tries to do it, the Cowboys player push him off, then he goes to the sideline, does it again, I'm like, all right, bro, calm down, then Eric Ebron gets a touchdown, Eric Ebron is doing his thing, you know, just a little touchdown celebration, do your thing, and then he goes over there and tells him to do it, I'm like, bro, you're doing too much, calm down, and it just feels like, I don't know, he's ag- I don't like him, I don't like him, though. I think I'm he's saying, overrated. Yeah, Juju's childish. I don't think that Juju is a top 15 receiver in the NFL. I don't. Nope. No, I'm not into the Browns. I think that was a conversation, especially based off of this season. I don't think he is. I don't think he's the best receiver on this team. 
Who's the best receiver? I think Deontay Johnson is the best receiver on their team. I think that he drops the ball a lot. That's he has a uh, some of the That's most a mental drops. thing for him, though, I think. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I, I feel like he's so underrated because Juju gets all the hype. Uh, this year, especially Claypool's gotten all the hype. Nobody's really talking about Deontay Johnson, but Deontay Johnson is a beast. He's a stud. But I don't know. I like Honestly, that wide receiver core is pretty when they're playing well, I don't I don't see many wide receiver cores being better than that. Yeah, yeah, top, yeah top four. Top yeah, four. James Washington too. James Washington's a beast, yeah. James I, I, I don't, right, I, don't I don't I don't think that, that core is better than I don't think that core is uh, better than Dallas's. I don't think it's better than uh Tampa Bay's. Buffalo. Um but I don't think it's better than Buffalo's receiver. I think great Gabriel Davis is really good. I don't think it's better he came than out of nowhere. Nowhere. Will you go from um, UCF? But, yeah, I mean, he was actually sure. man. I think he was good at UCF. Man, I think about it. Yeah, he was. But him doing what he's doing in the league is I I didn't expect it. I mean, but Cole, it's something about those UCF receivers. Like they're always fast. Like uh, what's his name? Rashad Perriman. He came from there. Um, I don't know if Marlon Mack came from USF or UCF, but it's something about their receivers. They, I think Mark Marquez Valdez Scantlin when he went he went from NC State. Yes. You didn't know NC State to know what it might be USF, but either way, it's then receiving. I, I think it was UCF. I take think off. UCF. I don't know what type of training they do, but they those dudes are fast. Yeah, um, I love Juju. Like I really like how he like he's he has like the heart of a little kid. It seems like, or he did. Like he was fun to watch. Like he made. YouTube videos. He was fun on Instagram a few years ago. Now, obviously, at the beginning of the year on TikTok, like he makes cool videos. Like, it's just cool to see like the background, like behind the scenes of an NFL team. But then he started taking it a little too far. Just like don't dance on teams' logos. And like we saw what happened with uh, Von Bell. Was it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh God. He whew, clean as clock. Yeah. It's that like I remember when Juju hit Vontae's perfect. That was like a huge that deal. Was, Everybody loved when he did that because yeah. Montez perfect, dirty player. His popularity is on a definitely on a roller coaster for him. Yeah, he might have been probably the most loved player in the league at that time. And at the moment, he's definitely bottom of the barrel. Mm-hmm. Definitely, especially but, fantasy owners. He is so mm-hmm. he's so wishy all season. You couldn't trust him. Can't trust a starter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also. um the Dolphins. They're they're a solid that defense. I don't know. That it's the line. It's gotta be the line. They're not they're ten and five. And it just seems like I was like, oh Dolphins like just casually like every year. Oh, they'll finish six and ten, seven and nine. And like I didn't really notice until a few weeks ago. I was like, oh wow, like the Dolphins are really like not really good, but like they're Gonna be in the that that defense is making them yeah. very good. I mean, I think, I think Xavier Howard has nine picks. Yeah, it's insane. And it's insane. insane. How many does um, Eric Rowe and I mean, I'm pretty sure they got like three and three between him and um, Bobby McCain and uh, Eric that Rowe. Defense has definitely been some ball. Hockey. You got Byron Jones too, but Byron Jones doesn't really get targeted a lot. It was like that in Dallas. I don't know. Mm-hmm. His his interception numbers are were never really that high in his career. And every, and when he got that big contract, everybody's you know like why did he get this? Look at his interceptions numbers. They don't target him like mm-hmm. the way that Dallas runs their defense is. Uh, You'll have like for in Los Angeles, for example, Jalen Ramsey will follow around the best receiver oh, wherever he goes in the snap, in the slot, outside wide. The way that Dallas runs their defense, want the corners stay on their sides. So the other team, mm-hmm. okay, you got Byron Jones over here, we'll just line him up over here. So 
Um, but Byron Jones is really good. I like Byron Jones. I really like Brian Flores. I think he's one of the most underrated, best coaches in the NFL. I love him. And the most impressive thing for me for the Dolphins is they started off the year with Ryan Fitzpatrick as a quarterback. Then they went to Tua. Then Tua got hurt. Then Ryan Fitzpatrick was the quarterback. Then they went back to Tua. Now in these last three or four games, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention, but it's like Tua will start, and then Tua's not really doing what he's supposed to be doing, and then they'll put in Fitzpatrick, and Fitzpatrick will win the game. Because he, like, he had that experience for him. Yeah, Next it's just like so, – so my thing is um, they're 10-5. They're, they're, they're fighting for the last playoff spot. Hypothetically, if they get the last playoff spot, they're in right now. With those 10-5 and five teams, they have a tiebreaker over one of the teams. They'll be in. So if they win, they're in. Do you go to Tua or do you go to Fitzpatrick in the playoffs? And I feel like that's the question that's just on people's minds. I don't, I don't really know. I don't know where you go with that. I'd probably go Fitzpatrick for me, but I'm not, I'm not a Dolphins fan. I mean, I'm yeah. not a Dolphins. So, and I mean, not even that. Just the Dolphins can go from the. They can, depending on what happens this week, they can go from five, six, or seven. They can be any of those seeds. So they can literally play the Chiefs, Bills, or Steelers. So like, if you play the Chiefs, you like you can't mess up. If they start Tua. Fitzpatrick, very small chance he can come in if they go down big early. You this know? is true. And just like the, I think the Bills are good enough. That's another time. Yeah. I mean, um, if you look at it, how Tua was playing versus the Raiders, where, you know, he just got caught in his own head, just was really lost whenever he's dropping back in the pocket. And they were able to put Fitzpatrick in there and just his experience really shined through for him. So, the I mean, but, yeah. I mean, yeah. a few teams in the league where if you're playing them, that you're going to have to outscore them. Your defense isn't going to stop them. I'd say there's maybe three or four teams that could probably do that all throughout the playoffs. So, yeah, in Dolphins' situation, playing any of those teams, I would say they'd want to play Pittsburgh just because Pittsburgh's shown signs where their offense has been god-awful. Yeah. And the Bills, how they played the other night, and even the Chiefs, even though they were slow versus Atlanta, I was lucky hoping Atlanta would win. They're one of those teams, like, if they're rolling, you're not stopping them. I agree. Um, moving on, Steelers. Mm, we were, uh, the Steelers were uh, – them and the Chiefs were our favorites for everything. But in these last four weeks – I was really big I, on the I don't know. last time we talked, yeah. Gr- uh, granted, we all kind of said, like, yeah, like, NFC East is horrible and no fun. But we all did make points about how the Steelers struggled against the Giants and then the Eagles, and then the Cowboys. And now Washington came in, and they were the team to beat them. It's, just, yeah, yeah. I think the Steelers really shown their true colors over the last – I mean, they're one and three in their last four games. You know? Yeah. Um, I, 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 I was never really high on the Steelers. Um, when Even when they were undefeated, I feel like their strength of schedule was not very good. Um, I mean, Thanks. up to that point, they had they had swept the NFC East. Um, and as a fan of the NFC East, I can I can attest and say that's not very um, competitive. Um, they had beat the Bengals. They had beat some other teams that were not very good. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I feel like that defense is still legit. Um, but my thing is, and I, I, feel, I really hope for the Steelers' sake, it's not um, like it is with the Chicago Bears where you have an elite defense, but the offense cannot execute to the point where that defense is on that field for 75% of the game. Because then at that point, you can't do nothing. And I feel like a, an injury that got swept under the rug is the, the injury to Bud Dupree. Um, yeah. TJ Watt's tag team partner on the other side. I mean, that, that's a tandem that's not really talked about much as far as Ed Rusher's uh, duos. That's, that, I mean, that's going to hurt in the playoffs. That, that's going to hurt because yeah. you need those guys when you go up against the they Bills. Need, they lost both the inside linebackers, uh, Spillane and 
Um, Devin Bush was hurt too. Devin Bush. So. Devin Bush is done for the year. So I mean, yeah. that, that, that's gonna hurt. That's gonna hurt. So I don't I know. Mean, I feel like the the offense has got to stay on the field. That's my thing. The defense has got to get pressed. They, they they've got to stay on the field. Yeah, they had a really good combo going before Bud Dupree got hurt. Where they would have uh, Alex Highsmith, who's a rookie out of UNC Charlotte. And he'd come in and get the snaps to let TJ or Bud Dupree get their rest. So he was getting experience and they were getting rest. And it was just a good combo they had going. But yeah, they uh, that defense needs to stay off the field. I agree with you on that. Ultimately, that's those are some of the biggest things going on right now. The Browns and Jets. The Jets really, really had a chance at a generational quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. We'll get to him in a little bit, but why are you what was it two weeks ago why are you blitzing on a Hail Mary I guess he knew it was just over with and he was just like F it and took his money and left I mean I don't know he got fired after it yeah but like why and then you're gonna go out and not give yourself a chance at the number one pick and win against the Browns I mean the the Browns have more wins in the last three weeks than the Steelers just putting that out there Browns have all four of their starting receivers. But, and they still had Baker throw the ball how many times? He threw it 50 some times. He did. That's not their offense. That's not their offense. Their offense no. reminds me a lot of Tennessee, the way that they had that two headed monster in the backfield with Chubb and Kareem Hunt. I mean, that, it, that offensive line, they, they run the ball with the best of them. Maybe behind Tennessee, I think they have the second best rushing attack in the NFL. There's no way that Baker Mayfield should be throwing the ball over 30 times a game, in my opinion. It, it just that's shouldn't happen. Makes, that's what makes Especially with no, no Odell either. There's no receivers. They didn't. They didn't have. Oh, oh, they didn't no, have Landry. Right, yeah. They didn't have nobody. Yeah. So it's like, who is he throwing the ball to at that point? But whatever. Yeah, I so mean, good. going back to when Tennessee's playing their best football, that's whenever they're relying on Derrick Henry, and they run the play action, or they run a pass play, and that defense is so invested on the run, and that's how Ryan Tannehill gets those big throws and those nice throws for touchdowns. That's why Baker's been playing so well because Nick Chubb's that threat and Kareem Hunt swinging out that threat. So yeah, I agree with you on that. They only should be having Baker throw the ball when they feel like they can catch the defense off guard. I agree. Play smarter, not harder, essentially. Yeah, they, I don't understand why they did that, especially. It's probably because it was the Jets. They're like, they, they're like well, let's see <clears throat> what you can do with these receivers. But at the same time, like, come on. Moving on, not really moving on, just kind of transitioning. Uh, the most fun division in football, the NFC least. Who would have thought going into week 17 everybody at the beginning of the year was eagles are going to win eagles 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 well they're the only team without a chance going into week 17. if you told me when dak prescott went down in the third quarter against the new york giants in week five that the cowboys would still be alive in week 17 with the atrocious defense uh, everything like that if you told me they'd be fighting for a playoff spot I, I would I would I would have called you stupid. I, I, I just I'm not gonna lie. Like, I was you're like, here now hearing you say it, I still want to tell you that you're stupid. Yeah, I know. But it's ultimately happened. this week, if the Cowboys win, they beat the Giants, and then on Sunday Night Football, the Washington Football Team loses the Philadelphia Eagles. The Dallas Cowboys play Tampa Bay in Dallas first round of the playoffs. Oh God! Just. Andy Dalton, the last three weeks, he's looked good. We're out, the team's out there smashing watermelons, 
not really sure why they do it, but the team captains before the games oh, the night no. before, they love it. So they do it. We've done four times, or no, three times we're, we've won. I'm not sure what's going on. We're smashing watermelons, but if we're going to do that, Michael Gallup's going to have 500 yards and two touchdowns, and C.D. Lamb's going to catch 60-yard passes, and Amari Cooper's going to – if we're going to act like the receiving core that we were supposed to have all year long that everyone hyped up, if that's going to keep going on like it has been, and then Zeke, you can't stack the box on Zeke if everybody's going off. Zeke's going to go for over 100 like he did last week. Zeke had so many runs that should have gone for minus five. They went for two yards, just those little runs. Two yards, but they should have been minus five. And then not only that, Tony Pollard, we saw what he can do when he's given the reins full control. He's a bad dude. And that's also probably why Zeke's running a little bit harder now. But I mean, Trayvon we love Diggs and Demarcus Lawrence. And shout out defense. Most turnover, forced the most turnovers in the league in the last three weeks. We were dead last through the first however many weeks. We forced 10 turnovers in three weeks. Not sure where that came from. So essentially my main point is as long as the Eagles win, Cowboys might win the Super Bowl. I don't know. I'm not saying all that. Can't say Jeez, anything. Play right? Play Jeez. Play Jeez. Okay, playing. Um, you snapped on that one. All right. You, I mean, I'll roll with it. I'll allow it. <laughs> so I've, 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 I've watched Dallas play the last three weeks. Um, and the people that I know um, up to the, the three weeks ago, we'll say three weeks ago, when we were playing the Bengals, um, Dallas had uh, less than a 0.1% chance to make the playoffs. Um, at this point, I just want to tank for a better draft pick. Uh, but, I mean, up to this point, it just feels like – Dude, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Uh, the defense is starting to play like they've got some sense. Um, Andy Dalton. Oh my God, Andy Dalton is playing out of his mind recently. Um, and I feel like it was it, it was good for me because as much as I love Tony Pollard, I and I love Tony Pollard. I love Tony Pollard. I feel like he's so underrated. And I feel like people now will give him the credit that he deserves that he's a good running back. Um, he had that good game against the 49ers, and people are like. Oh, cut Zeke. Zeke isn't good. Pollard's Pollard's the best running back on the Cowboys. It was so good to see Zeke go for over 100 yards. And I, I don't think he had over 20 carries. I think he had about 16 carries, uh, 15 carries, somewhere around there. And, and can't, we can't forget, there were, many, there were a few times where he just got like shoestring tackled and tripped up, where he could have had mm-hmm. 60 runs. He just got barely tackled from behind. See, see, my favorite thing about Zeke too. I, I don't, I don't know if this is my favorite thing, but what I lo- what I love about Zeke is, as 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 Ryan said, when he gets hit five yards in the backfield, and even and and he gets back to get one or two yards, shows up in the box score as a, as a one or two yard gain. But at the end of the day, if that's ninety percent of other running backs in the NFL, that's a negative five yard, and then you're behind the sticks. You're second and fifteen, third and fifteen, and and, and Zeke just j- he puts you ahead of the sticks. That's my thing. I lo- I love Zeke for that reason. Not only that. Andy's going crazy on defense. Can't forget Randy Gregory. Sorry, Andy on offense. Randy on defense. Oh, yeah. Randy yeah. Gregory. Andy. What was it? A sack and a half, two three sacks, sack. and three forced fumbles. Not only that, yes. he's tackling the running backs at the line of scrimmage every single time. He's he's yes. always the first guy to get a hand on. He's the dumbest player in the NFL, by far. Ninety-two drug oh, yeah. charges and suspensions and everything like that. Playing he's beside the other guy football. who did it before. Alden Smith, Golly, the role model, the role model, and both of them are snapping at the same time on the same side. 
scary. Yeah, I mean, it, it feels like that defense, it always had the talent, it always had the big names. Uh, Leighton Vander Esch, Jalen Smith, Demarcus Lawrence, Randy Gregory, Alden Smith. It had the big names. It just never really came together. It feels like now in the last three weeks, it's starting to come together, and it's 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 poetry in motion for me. I love what I'm seeing. The run defense is still super sus. Um, I'm, I'm glad as a Cowboys fan that this past week, the Eagles shied away from the run game because the first drive, they did what they wanted. They, I, mean, I mean, they got seven points, they ran the ball down our throat, then they shied away, and I'm like, this is, this is perfect. Make Jalen Hurts beat us. And then he threw, what, two interceptions? So that's that's fine. That's for two picks and he fumbled. Now, real quick, before we move on, if Carson Wentz in an elimination game in the second half, if he has three turnovers and doesn't score a single point, what are they saying about Carson Wentz? Because Jalen Hurts had three turnovers in the second half and didn't score a single point. This is true. This is true. Jalen Hurts is a rookie, though. I mean... He's only had a few starts. I mean, Carson Wentz, I'm, I'm going to say it. I've never liked him. Never have. And that's just, that's just situational thing. Dwayne Haskins, he got cut by Washington. <laughs> I don't think he's a bad quarterback either. I don't think Carson Wentz is. Do you think? But Haskins is very bad. Sorry. Before no, before I, you I finish that, you got you to gotta think about something. Like the past few Ohio State quarterbacks that have come – actually – I can't think, I mean, if Joe Burrow no, counts, but I mean, I don't think any no, of them right. have been good because no, you're right. I mean, they've always been known for literally every other position but quarterback. I this think it's true. because they get drafted, you know, a lot of like, even with Justin Fields, I'm kind of afraid for Justin Fields because a lot of them, they get their money off of their receivers and running backs making the play after the catch. And they think, oh, they got them in a good spot so they can go like, no, these guys have just have the vision without the ball. So I guess that's what happened to Dwayne Haskins. And they even said it when he was in the little draft profile, they were like, he throws it in bad spots. And he never improved from there. So it was, I guess they figured having Terry McLaurin would help. And it really showed up when they, he didn't have Terry. So he, yeah, he got the boot. And then I guess they were, they were doing him dirty. They would call him like irresponsible selfish for the whole strip club fiasco with no mask and I'm just thinking like this is very hypocritical of y'all because the whole you they had a coach doing this for years and now you got a 20 how is he 21 22 doing the same thing that the coach did and like now they just want to play good Samaritan or Christian good Christian folk I don't I don't like that but he was he wasn't that good all right, okay, I'm going to go know. back and I'm going to take away what I said about Dwayne Haskins not being a bad quarterback. So I, I will admit I haven't really been watching him. I just thought the way they did him was kind of dirty. But that doesn't mean that he's good. His coach I'll take that, I'll take that cancer and he's going to strip clubs without a mask and stuff. Like. He ain't the only one. He just got called. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay, going back to Carson Wentz. I can't stand him because he's supposedly supposed to be so good supposed to be possibly MVP candidate for the past few years where he's been not top candidate but they said that this might be the year he finally goes off and it never has happened so putting in Jalen Hurts was by far the best move they could have done they finally decided they're moving on from Carson Wentz and yeah they threw in Jalen Hurts a little too early but that's what you got to do when you're losing games and you have they did have a playoff spot they could have gotten so yeah they're going to throw in Jalen Hurts they're going to take uh, what comes with it. That means they got to trade with Carson Wentz and stick with Jalen Hurts. They're going to do that. Keith, you're the only team incriminated out of us. We have two Cowboys fans, Packers fans. 
I mean, what what do I need to say? I mean, Calvin Ridley is we, a stud. That all right? That's it. I mean, but right. seriously, they no. I'll say what we've all been thinking. Okay, I was wrong. I mean, my bad for having faith in a team that's supposed to go that far. Um, I don't know about Matt Ryan's future because every time I see him, I keep thinking about like how far the league has progressed, like how fast these linemen are and how fast these linebackers are. And I keep thinking like if Brooke ain't jog out of a sack, it's, it's not happening anymore. And I figured out like what's working with Phillip Rivers, he's getting these super quick receivers and these quick, super quick routes and just he's getting it out. out. You're like getting these under the sticks routes. And they make pretty much like how um, Ohio State wins games, just getting these quick routes and letting their runners do what they do. And then as soon as they bite on net, take it over the top. And then have a good running back too. And like, I hate, I hate to see what's happened to uh, my boy Todd Gurley. I mean, I don't know him, know him, but I just feel like we grew up together because he was like in Tarboro. And then we were always like one game away from playing in Tarboro. I don't know, it's just weird. Same thing with Trez Harrell. But seeing him going from what he was to what he is now for us is just, I don't like to talk bad about this man, but he let Edo Smith outplay him. That is our running back three, number three. And now that I think about it, last year he was good, but man, I, I don't know. I don't know what the future holds. I said I'm in the restricted free agency, so I'll be looking, fielding some offers for new teams in case the draft doesn't go how I like, just like how it went this year. So Man, be on the lookout for me. Let's see to watch is the Dallas Cowboys. I, you talking to me? You ain't talking to me for that. That's they canceled. I'm if, bored. If we're, if we're being real. The, the Falcons, in my opinion. Like, like you remember, like back when we did these. Like I'm super. I was super high on the Falcons. I, I was high on the Falcons. Yeah. Like every time that we more than me. Pick, I, for the most part, I picked the Falcons. But in my opinion, the Falcons were like they should be about nine and six. In my opinion, they should be fighting for a wild card spot right now. This week they yeah. had a chance to beat the Chiefs. They they had a chance to beat the Chiefs. They had they're a they eight. Beat. the Chiefs man, out of all by seven or less. They're o, they're the, 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 the defense held them to what? How many points? Like like seventeen through the, through the first 17. like three and a half. That's what that's yeah. what I'm So the the week before that, you're up Tampa Bay. What? Oh my god. Twenty four to seven. Twenty four to three. Some twenty four nothing. Was it twenty four? Uh, seventeen. Something like no, that. We'll, we'll just say no. We'll, we'll say that's enough. just two, and you you definitely should be Dallas. That, that's not a question. That's three games right there, just off the top of my head, that you guys should have won. So I, I don't know. I feel like they need to get things figured out. But my thing is, I think that the GM is going to come in, and I think he's going to I think he's going to blow up everything. I think Julio's gone next year. I think Matt Ryan's gone next year. I think the only returning piece that's a playmaker on offense is Calvin Ridley. You better hold on to him. You better hold on there. Please hold on there. I don't think we have a choice but to hold on to Todd, but I we we need What's like happening? dual threat. What's happening? Is he just not getting It's the knee. It's the knee. Snacks? Like, it just oh, like with Julio. Julio on his toe and his hip, and they say we're going to miss a game, and then Todd Gurley with his knee, and like, you know, he used to be like somewhat of a every down back, but he's not that no more. Right. And I don't, I, I don't understand like why when they signed him, they didn't see it. Like, yeah, he's going to be a... Uh, down and dirty back like every day and I'm thinking like bro doesn't have any knees like why would you why would you put all your faith in one guy like that and like Brian Hill Edo Smith have been doing our thing and I've been honestly I've been looking forward to seeing um Padre Allison from Pitt do his thing but I think he's either been hurt or on the COVID list so we have four running backs and have played three out of the four and like only one has worked like Todd Gurley was okay in the beginning, but 
now it's, it's been Edo and it's, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I, I'm excited to see what they do to fix it. But knowing them, it ain't happening, Captain. Yeah, I mean, looking at the Falcons, <laughs> if I'm them, just purely watching the Kansas City game, defense, they called defense incredible the whole game. They were mixing up mm-hmm. looks. Patrick Mahomes was so lost. By the way, Patrick Mahomes has 16 dropped interceptions on the season. Anyways. How does he get the ball to do that? Yeah, he has an NFL record for the most dropped interceptions. AJ Um, Terrell gave him the last, like, he had it in his hand, his chest, but I think he didn't look it in, and he just let it go, and then... Yeah, hit off his back, rolled around, and popped out. Another player beef, Isaiah Ali, has got to go. He got got burned by Demarcus Robinson, who had been dropping balls for the past two weeks and made the play to win the game. I mean, the best kicker in the league. Matt Ryan was what held back that team on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he made good throws, but he is, he doesn't get out of the pocket. He plays scared. To me, that's Mm -hmm. what he looks like. It looks like he is terrified to be in the pocket. Every time he gets the ball snapped to him, it's like he's scared from the snap it too hard at him. I mean, if I'm them, I use the first pick for the best quarterback on the board. I'm I'm expecting it to Trey be Trey Lance. That's uh, I think that's just gonna be left. I think I mean, no, I think Zach Wilson will still be there. From I'm, BYU. I'm super high on Zach Wilson. I love Zach Wilson. I do I don't I know like, though, like I, don't, I, don't, I gotta think about his competition. Like how is he against the Well put it like this, how did he play last year? Because I don't I kinda don't wanna count this year for all these players coming in. I, like, I need to look and see how well he did last year. Same thing with Trey. I know Trey Lance snapped because I actually did watch him. He didn't play But I need to see, um, yeah, he opted out, which means, I mean, that must mean something. He, he was confident enough in his last year. But well, I think South Dakota State only played one game just for him. They scheduled one game so he could show this season. I, I think he played all right in the game. Yeah, he, he did. I um, think if uh, – Falcons have what do they expect? Do you know what they're expected to have pick wise? Top eight, top seven. Top yeah, around there. She might be top I mean, five. They're, well, they're, they're gonna, gonna have the choice of probably Kyle Trash might still be there. Wilson yeah, um They probably pick up another lineman though. Like uh, I I really want to overhaul on defense. If they now honestly, what they could do is like pick up free agents. That are actually worth something, and and then just use uh, draft to help out the offense. Just beef up the defense and like try to win games because defense wins games. Apparently, if the offense can get it done, Hopefully we wouldn't know though. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, obviously, we'll get to the Packers more next week just because obviously they're in the playoffs, they're locked. Uh, you, have you all secured the top seed? Or uh, beat yeah. the Browns, and we secure it. Yeah, so I'm, just, pretty, I'm pretty sure that's all that comes into play. Yeah, and, uh, I, I don't think, or the Bears. I don't know. I might have Browns. It's the but, Bears. Uh, it's, yeah, um, yeah the Steelers no, played. Hey, Steelers played the Browns, and Mason Rudolph is starting the game again. Yeah, Miles Garrett's gonna go to town on him. <laughs> I would. They probably gonna dap up. I, that, I hate seeing stuff oh, like that. Like they dap up. They dap up at the beginning of the game. Like you just smash my head in. Like it's on site. Like that's a song. Forget all that nice. Hey, I, he was nominated like for that. Walter Payton Man of the Year. So yeah, Crazy that's good PR. But 
it's still on site. I feel that. But see, all this fake dap up, all love, good luck. No, I ain't with that. I hate fake <laughs> stuff like that in sports. Just like, like you know, the sportsmanship shake at the end of games. No, God. They don't mean that. I still, no, I never meant it, except for people I knew. But even then, it was worse. Because, like, if I know you, I still want to swing on you. And there's and always that one, player, later. that one player you had beef with the whole game. You know, a little, little hard on the shoulder bump. I know Ryan was like that. Oh yeah, I hate anyway. everybody I played against. Uh, he, he definitely childish. <laughs> he look, he was a tight. Anyways, uh, moving on, some little fantasy football. We're just gonna say our favorite acquisition trade, anything, one of our major leagues, and then uh, our overall fantasy MVP. Who do we think won the leagues? Like, we got you in the playoffs, help you out. I'll start off. The best thing I did is so I'm in a long distance league with other people that have been on the show like Trip, Planner, Robbie, uh, Ryan Henry, those kind of guys. But I traded DeAndre Hopkins in like week four or week three. I traded him for Calvin Ridley and Kyler Murray. I played this guy in the, oh. in the playoffs and I beat him by just enough points from Ridley, who uh, this was two weeks ago. Ridley had uh, like 150 or 160 and a touchdown. He got 20-some points, and then Kyle Murray had 35. I also started Tony Pollard and Benny Snell, who both put up 20 points just about. Mm. Anyways. Oh, I I remember that. Yeah. Overall, I'd say... I didn't make make the playoffs in fantasy. I didn't make the playoffs in fantasy. So if I looked at my... I mean, I had Dak Prescott. I mean, (laughs) I I had the players who got hurt early on, and... Waiver wires, they helped me some, didn't help me any. It just came and went. But one player, my untouchable player that was never considered in trades, if I saw the name, it was an instant X, I don't care how good it was. Stefan Diggs. Diggs. My guy. My fantasy name at the end of the season, I acquired Nick Chubb like halfway through. The team name was my Diggs Chubby. I had to. This is a kid's show, man. Oh, wait. <laughs> no. Let's <laughs> just talk about Stefan Diggs and Nick Chubb, guys. Get your head out of the gutter if you hear anything. <laughs> Stefan Diggs, definitely my goat. Had three touchdowns. Personal MVP? Oh, definitely my personal MVP. Yeah, League MVP? Hold that thought. We'll get to that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Keith. Um, so I didn't have, well, Ron, you were in the league. I lost by two points to trips. Anyway, I lost because I, who did I put? I'm in the championship in that league. Thanks to Stefan Diggs. I took, I took DJ Chark out of the starting lineup and put, oh my God, who did I put? Um, Robert Woods was already starting, but I put somebody else in there and DJ Chark ended up getting a touchdown and oh. Young Hui Koo, for some reason, he just decided to mess me up. And he ended up with negative three points. And I my I always have two kickers and two defense. And my other kicker was uh, Rodrigo Blankenship. So had I just, like, switched out my kickers, I would have won that game. But anyway. Um, Four. Wow. Yeah. You saw you see, sort of yeah. an injured running back. Yes. You got yes. a lot of points on your bench, though. And I was holding out hope that Jacoby Myers wouldn't drop any ball, and he dropped two. But we we passed that. I'm not as sick because it wasn't a paid league. It was all for pride or whatever. 
But anyway, um, in my paid leagues, though, of course, I lost those because uh, <laughs> I drafted Julio Jones somewhere near the first. And that didn't turn out well for me after, like, week three, just like the rest of the season for the Falcons. Really? But anyway, my, my, um, my MVP for all of those other leagues was Antonio Gibson. The only reason, and the only reason I drafted him, I remember um, looking at, I don't know, one day I was just randomly looking through uh, highlight videos from some of the draft prospects, and people kept comparing him to um, Christian McCaffrey. And then I was like, why are people so high on him? And then Darius Geis, he, you know, he got locked up for, I actually did a paper on him and it was, they down bad over there at LSU, but that's another story. But anyway, he ends up being the starter. So I was like, let me check this guy out. And Antonio Gibson was just the guy for me. I mean, he didn't actually know what he did at all. He caught passes, ran, like that man was a crazy runner. And then he finally got turf toed in the weeks where I actually needed him to win. And I, who did I pick up? I picked up, who did, oh, I picked up Gus, Ed, Gus Edwards. He was all right, but he wasn't Antonio Gibson. So <laughs> shout out Antonio Gibson. Hope that toe feels better. You know, win those games, see how far you can get in the playoffs if you get there in the first place. They're making it. Colt, let me hear it. <laughs> who's, your, who's your guy for fantasy? Yeah, I mean, I, I sold out this year. Um, tried to win a Super Bowl. I tried to I tried to win a Super Bowl this year. I sold out this year. Um so 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 I'm 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 just looking at my roster right now. Um like my th- I I made it to the playoffs. I went 9 and 4. I made it to the playoffs and then I lost in the first round um by about 15 points. I'm just looking at my roster right now. I'm Imagine looking at some of the players the that I have. I, I, I mean, once you hear my roster, I, I have McCaffrey on my roster, didn't play. Um, I have Julio Jones on my roster, didn't play. I have Michael Thomas on my roster, didn't play. Um, I have James Robinson on my roster, didn't play when it mattered. Um, I have Zeke with my first pick. Uh, his production went down after the offensive line got banged up and Dak went out. I have Amari Cooper on my roster, whose production went down when Dak Prescott went out. Um, it just feels like everything that could have went wrong went wrong for my, and then I had Dak as my quarterback. So anything and everything that could have went wrong, um, it went wrong. Um, I, I, I picked Zeke with my first pick. Um, in hindsight, I mean, you can't really predict those injuries from Dak in the offensive line. But um, in the second round, I was able to snag Devontae Adams, um, which was which was really good because right in front of me, literally the three picks right in front of me went Michael Thomas, Julio Jones, Tyreek Hill, which Tyreek Hill is a good pick. And then I got Devontae Adams. So um, I'm blessed to get that. But I feel like my my MVP personally didn't even come in the draft. I got him week two, actually. I picked him up in free agency. I was able to get James Robinson. Um, and James Robinson was a, was, a, was a solid back for me. And I personally think, um, hot take, first take, whatever you want to call it, I think that he's the he's the best running back in that rookie draft. I think he's the best rookie running back. I think he'll be the best rookie, rookie running back in five years from now. I think he'll be the best rookie running back in 10 years from now. I think he's the best. I think he's better than Taylor. I think he's better than Allaire. I think he's better than Gibson. I think he's better than all those guys. Hey, let me ask y'all, did either of y'all, um, I think, I want to say I drafted him. No, I, I picked him up in the free agency. Anybody just so happen to skip T skip scoop T Higgins, bro? I drafted him late. I I just had a feeling. Yeah, I I picked. He was pretty good. Like with Joe Burrow, I had I had Tyler Tyler Boyd and T Higgins in one of my league. We only had like three bench spots, and it was a paid league, so they they like really pressured you. And I picked up Tyler Boyd and T Higgins, and like 
yeah, Joe Burrow was the best thing for me and T. Higgins until, you know, the bad line and he got hurt or whatever. And Bro, that was my team yeah. name before is after Dak went down, I had Joe Burrow on my bench. So my fantasy name became uh, Big Dicks Burrow. And I, I can't tell you how many games. I couldn't tell you <laughs> how many games that T. Higgins came clutch because Joe Burrow would just yeah. in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Overall, though, I love to hear y'all's fantasy stories because I'm in three leagues. I'm, I'm in the championship in two, and currently I'm championship week 17 in the Pride League that it keeps in. Sorry, I had to beat you. Beat me? Oh, I didn't beat you in the playoffs. Do we need a playoff? No, that was Trevor. You beat Trevor. Yeah, I beat Trevor. Who I beat the week before? Wesley's a. Oh, mm. no. that wasn't me. You know, I never played you. Wait, no, we never. Oh, we gotta check. Check I'm the schedule. Sure. I don't think I played you. If I did, I'm pretty sure I won. Nope, you're right. You're right. You're right. Because I thought we were gonna play. Yeah, and then trip. you lost. Yeah, it's a trip. I should swing on next time I see. Him. I'm going up to his job and swing on him tomorrow for free. But um, anyway, my this was a bad year. I'm just gonna say Travis Kelsey is probably the most valuable. Now there's obviously other players that scored more. Like a bunch of running backs scored more points. Quarterbacks obviously, but Travis Kelsey at the tight end position, I think was the most valuable. And I think ESPN had a stat like 65% of the leagues uh, or teams with Travis Kelsey made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That was the highest of any player, which that's just crazy to me. And I'm definitely next year going to draft the tight end a little earlier than normal. Because Mike gets I wouldn't do that, bro. You, you never know, man. You never know. I mean... There can be Never an mind, argument. I don't want you to lose. Never mind. You do what you want to do. There can be an argument to be made that if you're in a big, if you're in a 12-person league, that Travis Kelsey could go at that 12 spot. And I don't think there'd be a big argument there. As long as he stays healthy, that's a great pick. He doesn't get like I think he got he got hurt for like what a week or so this year. He got hurt last la- year. He got hurt in the last game and missed probably four plays and went back onto the field limping. And caught a pass right after it. I remember it. Did y'all see, like, it was whatever before that? Well, I streamed it illegally. Don't tell nobody. But they would get doing the story on Travis Kelsey. And could have just said you streamed it. And they they, they would talk about, like, Travis Kelsey's quote-unquote trouble pass. And pretty much he just, like, was like a regular college kid. He was on the football team. He liked to party. Yeah, and like his brother, um, Jason, who's still in the league, which is pretty cool, he vouched for him and like told him, like, he begged the coach to bring him back. And I'm thinking, that's wow, bro. Like, I didn't, for, for one, I didn't know like they kicked players off for, oh no, he failed a drug test. That's how he got kicked off. He failed it. It wasn't for the party, oh, he failed a drug test. That that's how he got kicked off. For sure. But like, the way, when you, when you first came in, you could just like tell, like, you want them straight and narrow. That's that's not your mo. So that's why I like them more. I don't like good people as athletes. I like the dog. Mm. Um. Yeah. Fantasy MVP. I feel like I feel like um. I feel like in, in my championship, the, the guys in the championship for, in my league, uh, the best the best dude had uh his his, his trio that he had was Ridley, um, Josh Allen, um, Dalvin Cook, and, and Travis Kelsey. Um, which which is a pretty tough little uh, four four man team there. Um, 
I, I agree with Ryan, Travis Kelsey, simply for the fact because at running back, you can say Dalvin Cook or Alvin Kamara, but at the end of the day, I can roll with a Jonathan Taylor, Ezekiel Elliott, Aaron Jones, or a Tony and just Pollard get like, yeah, yeah, just somewhere around there and maybe get, maybe get five or six less points. But if you're looking at everyone healthy in a brand new season, I, I going into next season, we'll say, I feel like you've got Kelsey, Waller, Kittle, and then after those three, as far as fantasy, and I think it's like this in real life too, you're going to see a huge drop off. Like I feel like if, if you look at the projected wise, I think Kelsey, Kittle, and Waller, they'll probably average somewhere around 19, 18, 17. Next best guy might be 11, 10. Uh, so, so I feel like for that reason, I think tra- Travis Kelsey is the fantasy MVP. Yeah, I feel like Travis Kelsey, even especially this season, he's just been a tier above everybody else. There's been, I'll say next season, yeah, I'm with you. Two tiers where it's them three and below. And even make an argument where Travis is just, he does have Patrick Mahomes. They do have all the weapons. This is true. This so is true. Good. I mean, because this is true. you can guard them all. You literally cannot. So Travis, he'll be the size matchup nightmare. And yeah, he'll just work the defense. Yeah. There's our NFL. Moving on, though. Wait, I didn't get mine. Oh no, you didn't. That's my no, I gave my I gave my personal one, but yeah, like you said, yeah. the one I think the one I think was MVP, and of course I'm the one that get has to give the hot take. But I'm I'm looking at my teams that so I was in three free leagues and two paid, and in the three three free leagues, that's the only time I actually got players all on it, and I'm looking at it, and the player that was the most consistent for me across the board was Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs, when he was healthy, whenever he was getting those dump off passes or whenever he was just like breaking through the first and second levels and getting touchdowns, he was pretty good. I don't know what happened if he got injured like through the later seasons when I had already lost for the playoffs, but he was, I mean, in a PPR league, he, he helped me pull out a lot of wins. Josh Jacobs, he was pretty consistent up until the end there. But yeah, I like that. Josh Jacobs is okay. I don't mind Josh Jacobs. Yeah. Moving on though, a uh, okay. little bit of football. Uh, Just gonna casually give picks for our big two games, our uh, college football playoffs. So obviously we have Clemson versus Ohio State, and we have Bama versus Notre Dame. Personally, I think Bama absolutely destroys Notre Dame. They have three potential Heisman candidates. It's Alabama, and Notre Dame just got killed by a healthy Clemson. I'm just not seeing Notre Dame do much. That's my little take. I'm just going to go Bama there. And then when it comes to Clemson, Ohio State, I like Clemson. Touchdown, touchdown Jesus, Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence versus Fields. They're going to make sure they get that matchup no matter what. And so that's that. That's my thing. I like Clemson. And uh, what's what's their running back's name? Travis Etienne. Yeah, Etienne. Uh, I saw something. He was the highest graded like draft prospect ever in history. And just think, he's not even the best player on his team. And he won't even be a top five pick because he's a running back. That's that, that, that's just, just the, that's just a crazy thing. Who's the running back from uh, UNC? He was. Javante Williams. Williams. 
Yeah, the highest season rating through I think I think ever. Yeah, I think, ever. yeah, like like ninety point nine. Yeah, I don't know how the numbers are, but if you get a ninety point nine, almost anything except for golf, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, but uh, those are my two things. I, I I like Clemson and Bama. We'll obviously get more of the depth when the national championship comes around. Cool. What you got? Um. Bama and Notre Dame off the top of my head I don't know what the betting odds is I know Alabama's favorite I don't know how much they're favored by however much they're favored by give me the over for uh, Bama I think Bama kills them I don't think it's close at all um, moving to the, I, I, this is self-explanatory um, Devontae Smith he, he's a wide receiver and he's going to win the Heisman if he doesn't win the Heisman if he doesn't win the Heisman something's wrong Something's wrong. That dude is a beast. He, he's an absolute stud. He didn't get the, the credit that he deserved at the beginning of the year because Jalen Waddle was there. Don't get me wrong, Jalen Waddle was an absolute beast. He should be a top 15 pick in the draft this year. Um, unfortunately, he did get hurt. When he got hurt, Devontae Smith stepped up, and, and it's like that Alabama offense has not missed a beat because he has stu- uh, stepped up. It's not like he's That's just getting the drag routes and running by everybody. He, he's mossing people. Yeah, I mean, three people in the back of the end zone. Uh, Derek Stanley, Stanley Jr. is a is a cornerback from LSU. That next year he will be a top three pick in the NFL, and he just mossed them. I mean, it, it's insane. Um, so, so give me the over on that. Bama, I mean, uh, Clemson, Ohio State. I don't know what the over under is for that. I know that Clemson should be. I think they're favored by a touchdown. I think Clemson wins by at least three touchdowns, maybe four touchdowns. I don't think that the game is close at all. I, I, I don't. Um, I feel like uh, Justin Fields has kind of got exposed the last couple weeks. Like, uh, like Devontae said, I, I, I think o- Ohio State quarterbacks are always a little bit overrated, and I hate it for the kid. Um, but, but, I mean, it's true when you've got those weapons. You've got Sermon in the backfield, and you've got um, Chris Olave over there. And when Chris Olave hasn't played, you can see his numbers going down. Um, they squeaked by a Northwestern team. I'm not going to say that Northwestern is bad. That defense is very good. But at the end of the day, Northwestern is not Clemson. They are not Clemson. Um, they're fully Clemson's fully healthy. They're hungry. They want to win. They want to show everybody that they're back. I, I, I don't think that this game is close at all. I, I don't. I don't think. I think it's. I think both games are washes. I think they're blowouts. Right. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with what Colt said. I just feel like the line between – I mean, you look at – Alabama, you look at Clemson, Alabama, they have three Heisman candidates. And then if you look at Clemson, minus a few games, I mean, Travis Etienne, it was a Heisman candidate, was a top 10 Heisman candidate, but obviously they do top five, top four. So, I mean, you got five Heisman candidates on two teams. Notre Dame, I mean, they're uh, Peyton will or Peyton should have, for NC State, should have won linebacker of the year it shouldn't have been or defensive player of the year whatever Notre Dame's linebacker won uh Ohio State they haven't played the games they played close to Indiana they played close to Northwestern and it was close to Northwestern though towards the end it wasn't but yeah I mean I have Alabama and Clemson destroying in the semifinals and I think the championship's going to come down to because I I can always put all my money on that's going to be Alabama Clemson it's going to be over scores and those points Pretty much both. Uh, Alabama wow, whoever scores the most points is going to win. Well, whoever. <laughs> well, yeah, I should. Be <laughs> but, I mean, what I meant to say is, I mean, Alabama's defense has been sus. Like, the defense isn't going to win the game. It's not going to be low scoring. It's going to be a shootout. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be able to capitalize the most on those opportunities. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it really wasn't any point asking. We know Alabama's gonna torch Notre Dame. Um, 
for some reason, Ohio State and Clemson, maybe that'll be a shootout as well. Because I think it was, was it last year where people said like Clemson or Ohio State got cheated or something like that? So I don't know, maybe they remember that. But you, another thing to consider is that Clemson has played a full season. Them boys have weight roomed their way past COVID and they are just hungry for another chip or, or three, whatever. Um, I don't know what to think about Ohio State. I haven't heard anything about them. I don't even know if I can count Justin Fields as an Ohio State quarterback because if you remember he came from he came from where UGA and like played second ring from the second yeah second second QB from there and I'm guessing he's doing good here but like I said before something about Ohio State and like quarterbacks from there playing quarterback it doesn't really bode well and so we got to go with Alabama and Clemson for the chip big shootout there a couple plays made given uh trevor lawrence his second championship because jesus lawrence shout out acc we're a football conference too best football and best basketball conference and baseball probably everything let's be honest anyways anyways, moving ahead nba season obviously it started um, biggest moves, Westbrook and John Wall got swapped for each other. Uh, then there's been some re-signings and little things <laughs> elsewhere. Um, obviously, as the season goes on more and more, we'll see how those pan out. But so far through three, four, five games for the whole league, obviously teams are playing now. And as we've been recording this, the Bucks just set the NBA record for most three-pointers in a game. The Bucks. 28. Of all teams. 29, 29, yep. 30. But anyways, uh, my two takes so far. Um, I think that, and I know before that I was kind of against this, the Cleveland Cavaliers are good. Sexland, Colin Sexton, Darius Garland. You Larry Nance is looking good, too. Whatever. Larry Nance, I think he's the one that tweeted that. They're gonna go he was sports. the one that tweeted it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they look really good right now. And I... I I think that they can squeeze into the playoffs. Granted, they get into the playoffs. I don't see them getting past the first round, but I do see them getting to the playoffs. Even I know it's they're only four and zero or three and zero right now, something like 3-0. that. Three and zero. They played the Knicks, but I'm pretty sure they lost to the Knicks tonight. Uh, maybe not. No, anyways, but I, I do see them making the playoffs. Uh, the, they're giving the reins fully to these young guys, not trying to feed Kevin Love too much. I like it. But then uh, my other one is the Atlanta Hawks. They look good. Yeah, they look they good. And I really think that has a lot to do with Red, uh, with Rondo's presence because he's 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 a game facilitator. He's great at it. And you can see that rubbing off on Trey Young. Like, they've been practicing together, things like that. I, I, I really like the Hawks and Cavs both making the playoffs. Like, obviously, like, you're going to go against the Bucs and, like, they're not going to beat the Bucs. They're not going to beat the Sixers. But I really like them at least making the playoffs. And I think the East is getting back to the competitive or how competitive that it needs to be. That's really all I've got so far. Granted, shout out Kawhi Leonard. I hope you feel better, bro. Any mouth injury is not fun. But yeah, that's that's all I've got for now. We'll get to that more next week. Those are just my little takes so far from four games. Who's I next? take Celtics are garbo 
this offseason was so bad for them. The only big man they signed was Tristan Thompson. That's what they needed was a big man presence. I wanted them to sign Miles Turner from the Pacers. But they signed Tristan Thompson, who is way past his prime. They haven't been playing well. They let, I mean, I know he's been balling out for the Pacers. But last night they made a shot to go up by two or one with like five seconds left. And they let Pacers inbound it and drive to the hoop and get an and one. Pretty much as time fired to lose. Uh, just with how much better the East has gotten, I don't see the Celtics definitely not being as high of a seed as they were last season. I think they're going to be more bottom of the batch playing a much higher seed. And my other hot take, yeah, I'm going to agree with you on the Cleveland Cavaliers. They are looking good. They are 3-0 and right now. They're playing very well. So uh, I'm excited to see how that young core does with the veterans underneath the hoop. I like it. Who's next? Battle All right, I'll, I'll I'll go next. Colton usually has the long longer takes, but um, <laughs> I'll go with my hot takes. Um, so this is actually my first year watching games in full. Like the entire time, like I look at the NBA, I don't actually watch it, but I've been watching a couple of teams. Um, for That's one, why you don't think Steph Curry is a top two point guard? Oh no, no, I I watch enough to know that. I said what I said and I meant it. We can go back about that one. But I, I meant it. I mean it. But anyway, um, my I've been looking. I haven't paid attention to Detroit basketball since I was a young lad. And I know they lost this game now. But I've been watching Jerry and – was it Jerry? Jeremy. Jeremy Grant specifically and Christian Wood of all people. And these two are snapping for Detroit. Like the past few games they've been playing, they've been snapping. So oddly enough, Detroit is my team to watch. I don't know how far they'll go. I don't know how far they'll take it, but they're my team to watch. I think they'll sneak by with something. Um, and then- Christian Wood plays for the Rockets. Christian Hood plays for what, the Rockets, Keith. Oh, I'm tripping, all right, never mind. Well, just Jeremy Grant. Just Jeremy Grant and Derrick Rose. Derrick oh, Rose gonna get, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Blake Griffin. I don't. Hey, I don't. Yeah, see, I don't. Blake Griffin. I don't. I think who used to do that? To? Zach Randolph or somebody used to bully him all the time, and now that he's the old head, he's a bully. So I love to see it. I love bullying. Bring bullying back. Twenty twenty one. But anyway, and <laughs> yeah, I, I say it for real. I, I agree with it to an extent. But anyway, in the next, uh, the next take, I gotta stand by my Wizards. Um, I hate to see John go, but I mean, it is what it is. We had to make some sort of changes. I don't know. I doubt, kind of, that Russell Westbrook was the person. I mean, he's already back to the OKC antics. That man got the triple-double, as he should, but we lost. So now we are back to 0-4, and things look exactly the same. And I'm trying to figure out, like, what it is with me in sports where I like a team, and, like, they do something that seems good on paper, and they look good on paper, but then you watch the game and they are terrible in the game. So I don't know like what Scott Brooks has to do. If, if somehow they, if Bradley Beal steps up or Russell Wilson uses maturity or whatever, like I've been there in the playoffs mentality, 
somehow build some type of chemistry because that's what's been missing since uh, the playoffs. The last time they made the playoffs, they had like chemistry, and even though throwing up the big Bs and stuff, they're not doing that no more. They're not doing anything together anymore. So hopefully sometime during the season, they'll find some sort of chemistry. So Pistons, Wizards, they're going to surprise people with something. Maybe playoffs, maybe not. They'll surprise you. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm with you on the Cavs train. I feel like that's my number one takeaway from the season is the Cavs. I know it's only uh, three, three or four games now, but um, up to the uh, prior to this draft, they wasted that they not not wasted. They used their, their their last two draft picks on a backcourt, and I feel like they've really got their backcourt of the future with Garland and Sexton. Um, I really like it. And then their pick this year, Okoro. I really like Okoro. He's a long um, defensive wing uh, that can score the basketball. I like him. He had a really good preseason. Um, but yeah, my takeaway, um, as a Timberwolves fan, all I know is pain. Um, we, we, we beat a, a tough Detroit Pistons team on opening night. Um, beat them. And then, no, 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 I'm, I'm just saying we beat them. And then, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm um, playing with you. I don't know. After about. that, we, we went to Utah and beat a, a top five or six team in the West in the Utah Jazz. We were, we were able to beat them. Um, and then at the end of that game, uh, Carl Anthony Towns goes up for a dunk and Rudy Gobert pushes him out of midair and he dislocates his wrist. Um, so so all I know is pain. Again, Carl Anthony Towns is hurt. We were 2-0 with him. Then we played the Lakers on Sunday without him and the Lakers without Anthony Davis beat us by 36. Um, you still got Big Ant, with- man. Big Ant big is going to take y'all and, to the promised land Ant, for real. Ant will win Rookie of the Year. I'm hey, in man. love with I'm Anthony with Edwards. I'm in love with him. Um, I like Wiseman, what he's doing in Golden State. That's another takeaway. I really like what he's doing. Um, he, he's stretching the floor. He's shooting the three ball. Anthony Edwards will win Rookie of the Year. Um, Anthony Edwards is a beast. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just looking at the teams this year, I feel like you're still going to have the, the, the top in the West. You're going to have um, the, the Clippers, the Lakers, the Nuggets. Um, I'm still not on that Suns wagon like you guys are just quite yet. I need to see them play some more. I do love them. They're playing right now. They're beating the Pelicans 41 to 34 in the second. But I, um, I see what you're saying because nobody's shooting well enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the bench is still sus there. The, their sixth man yeah. is, is, is Cameron Payne. Um, in, the, <laughs> in, the, in the East, I'm not ready to give up on the. Celtics just yet. I feel like Jason Tatum is going to have a huge year. I feel like Jalen Brown, I mean, he's already having a huge year. Um, Kimball Walker will come back to form. I think Tristan Thompson was an underrated signing. It's not that big name that Celtic fans were hoping for, but um, I, I think that you're going to have the Nets and all that. I'm still sticking with my finals prediction. I think I think that the Nets will be the top seed in the East. I think that the Lakers will be the top seed in the West. And I think the finals will be the Los Angeles Lakers and the Philadelphia 76ers. I'm sticking to that. Hmm. Well, yeah, another thing I forgot to mention, I am going to kind of piggyback off Colt. Kevin Durant is good at basketball still. Yeah. He's playing the exact same as he was before his injury. Knock on wood. Yeah. I like, Obviously, we hope everyone stays healthy. It's been posterized in every game that they've played so far this season. Hey, that, all that tells me is that he's hey, out there man. trying to play defense. Right. Yeah. Like he's trying to play you, know, defense. He, you know he's not a defensive player. That man is straight offense. That's his... That's his graveyard, his offense. Now, he's in the graveyard on defense, but he's a slim reaper, reaper, reaper as, on offense. As a fan of Oklahoma City when they were together and having him leave to go to the Warriors, I forever and always, no matter what, no matter what happens, 
I'm not gonna curse, but I do not like KD. There's usually a word that starts with F and rhymes with truck, but I hate KD. It's so, funny that you're saying I mean, that with glasses on. Like, I do not like that man. I do not care for him. It is my lock screen on my phone. Because mm, it makes I'm, me happy. Yeah, it's, uh, that's the type all right, of right, 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 sound right. joy right there. Last but uh, certainly not least, a little fun topic. Um, obviously, there's a lot of movies about sports out there, but I think that there's just uh, a top athlete overall for any sport. Now, granted, we can have like a Michael Jordan in Space Jam. Well, that's literally based yeah. off of literally based off of a real basketball player playing basketball. <laughs> Fictional sport movie athletes. He, like, yeah, I'm not going first because I've got the best one. I hope. I don't know I'll what y'all have. I'll get mine out of the way. I mean, I'm going to say Happy Gilmore. But I mean, Adam Sandler, he's also played Waterboy. And I love Waterboy just as much as I love Happy Gilmore. Hey, Happy Gilmore is a two-sport athlete. Yeah, hockey and golf. And I mean, if he fixes his putts consistently early on, I mean, I can be <laughs> oh, in the Masters. I'm weak. I think it's, I think it's him and Tiger. I think Tiger should have been in the movie instead of Shooter McGavin. Well, <laughs> hey, that, that would have been a movie for the ages. Make sure we trademark this YouTube video because if they do it, you might have to copyright that idea for real. Yeah. Intellectual property. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I love uh, it. I'm a. I'll go. Um. So I actually thought out of all the subjects we had, this is the one I thought longest on. So I had to think fictional because you know athletes were all about the real inspirational stories according to me now but the best movie athlete bar none is air bud see him in anything he was on my list he was on my list bro the dog my girlfriend she's there but see it's because and the only reason i thought about it i watched that anthony edwards uh video where he was like put me in anything like I'm I'm gonna be the best at it. <laughs> I and I kept thinking either. about it like bro Air Bud has killed in everything. You are not seeing that man well, he's a he's I mean, a boy yeah he's a boy. I mean, You're not seeing that man in anything team. man. This is ridiculous. He's a the best fictional athlete like you mean to tell me a dog on your team? Like a literal dog? <laughs> he's a dog? Just, just imagine like the halftime of those games like the coach on the other team like what the hell are y'all doing? Like, what is going dog. on, bro? You just gotta, and then at the, at the sportsmanship handshake, you like kick it, like kick the dog. All right, no, you, like, then you, you go to. Oh, you have to tell him pause, so he puts his hand, <laughs> shake it. No, I mean, you remember we hate each other when we like do the sportsmanship you shake. It, you gonna yeah, kick it? We don't believe in sportsmanship. Yeah, well, you're not supposed to, but you know, yeah, air bud. First round draft pick and everything. Yes, sir. Air Bud. I love the the reference to Anthony Edwards. You put him in the kitchen. He's a one from day one. Um, so 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 mine is gonna come from probably my favorite movie of all time. Growing up and watching it as a kid, I've got I've got two. I've got an honorable mention, but but my number one is uh from Sandlot. Um, I always wanted to be like Benny. I love Benny. Um, the Jets. He, he's, a, he's Benny, man. Everyone wants to be like Benny. Benny the Jet Rodriguez is different. Um, he's a baller. But my honorable mention uh, actually came from Space Jam, and no, it wasn't. Uh, Lola. It wasn't Jordan. Um, Bill Murray. I, I had a crush on Lola, bro. I had. Oh, never mind. Lola Bunny. Lola Bunny. Yes. Lola Bunny. 
a female who is out there hooping on dudes? Come on, come on. No, 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 no. So, 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 so. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. We, we, in modern and in, in today, we we like to to put in this distinction between NBA and WNBA. I think the worst NBA player he's gonna he's gonna drop seventy on WNBA. We re, we relate this to 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 Space Jam. Lola out there giving them boys buckets as a bunny, and they're monsters. A oh, small man. one. Just, have you ever looked at like the heights of the Looney Tunes characters? Come For on, some man. reason, I looked it up, and like they said, like three foot one, and then on the Monstars, they had like eight foot twelve. I don't know, something weird. Like for some reason, we're talking that, about that number three foot one against yeah. Yao Ming. Yeah, every every and she's giving time. buckets every time. It's closed. I like y'all mentions, or I like I like y'all's people, but uh, obviously the greatest of all time. And I know you guys can't really see this if you're listening, but uh, I recently got a poster of Ricky Bobby, the greatest NASCAR driver to ever step foot on this earth. He's the best there ever is. Not, like plain and simple, he's the best. He wakes up in the morning and pisses excellence. The man was on fire and still won the race. Like, come on. His very first race, he wasn't even the driver. He just took the car, was behind by like four laps with 20 laps to go, and still won the race. The man got out of his car at the at Talladega 500. I think that's what it's called. He got out of his car when it broke down and raced on foot. That's called dedication right there. Not only that, in the movie, he's a stud at wheelchair basketball. Granted, he might not have been paralyzed like the other people. He's an absolute stud. T- tell, tell me it's not Ricky Bobby. You can't. Absolutely. The best there ever is. Shake it, babe. I'm not on the Lola Bunny. shot? Come on. I'm biased because <laughs> I did think Lola was bad growing up, so she has a special place in my heart. Lola, I think baby. It was, I think it was like, how they, but oh, Air, but how did they do it? Like, how did, why was she so bad? Like, I think it was the you know color, the eyes, and the, the, the hair. Like, bro, y'all are hitting on a jail. Come on, come on, come on. An and animated bunny rabbit. Too much. We're thinking about it too much. Yeah, it's, it's just wild to think. Like, everybody agrees on this except Ryan. I guess he was crushing on Daphne from Scooby Doo or something. But y'all yeah, are picking a fictional too- bunny rabbit and hitting on her. Why you have to yell at us, dude? Yeah, bro, why you judging? Bro! Oh, no, you <laughs> Lola Bunny. Bunny. Nah, I'm just kidding. Lola kind of bad, though. Lola is kind of bad. Lola is the bad. <laughs> hey, speaking of... Y'all remember that chick yeah, from Fishtails? What was it? Was it Fishtails? Fishtails? No, 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 no. The pink fish. Oh, you talking about Shark Tales. And shark and Tales. And Joe yeah. Lee, uh, shark Tales. Speaking of, like, determination, yeah. when you said that, I don't know if it counts for fictional, but, like, that Greg Jennings that was running a touchdown in Madden, like what, 08? Oh, I broke, he broke a leg and still scored a touchdown in the video game. He's pretty That's good awesome. right there. That might be uh, Bo Jackson, Madden, whatever year, probably the year I was born level right there. I'm like, Nobody can stop that man. Ah, uh, no, okay, going, okay, I know this time. Overdone, okay, who framed Roger Rabbit? Jessica Rabbit. Jessica Rabbit. Jessica Rabbit. <sighs> there were no reason to make cartoon character that bad. I'm just saying. I'm weak. You know, I think we got a, we got a something to talk about next week. Passports. Yeah. Baddest cartoon characters of all time. 
Ew. Come on, bro. Now y'all are wilding, y'all. You know, we're, 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 gonna end it. we're gonna we're gonna end this. And whoever stayed around for the whole thing just really got a treat right there. Shout out. Obviously, thank you guys for listening. We're gonna we've got to end it. We're getting weird. We're getting weird. 2020 is almost over. Make sure to shout out our podcast. If you do listen, let us know. Follow us on Instagram at Fortescore Sports. Uh, thank you, Colt, for being here. Thank you, Grant. Thank you, Keith. Y'all have anything you guys want to say? Colt, start me off. Uh, no. Um, go Timberwolves. Anthony Edwards for Rookie of the Year. Um, go Dallas. And fly, Eagles, fly. Fly, Eagles, fly. Grant. I don't got nothing to say. I want to apologize for how I acted there towards the end. <laughs> AR12 for MVP. <laughs> And Super Bowl MVP. That's all I'm going to say. Whoa. <laughs> all right. What'd you say? Uh, packed by 90 on everything, in everything. Um, and go Wiz. Um, Falcons, pray about it. There you go. Thanks for listening. We'll see you all next week.